You're listening to Alleycast, a deep dive into innovative and emerging trends in e-commerce, online payments, and digital entertainment. Brought to you by Alibaba Group, we'll offer insights about Chinese consumers and brands doing business in China. We'll delve into global online retail, cloud computing, big data, and other must-know topics and issues in and around one of China's largest companies. I'm Adam Najberg. It's fair to say that without Alibaba.com, there would be no Alibaba Group. The group's oldest and most venerable e-commerce platform was at the heart of what Jack Ma and his fellow founders started up in 1999. The platform launched as an online Yellow Pages-like directory, and it was a highly successful one. At its core, Alibaba.com was a key way for overseas companies to find and tap Chinese manufacturers and suppliers for what they needed. And it still is, but Alibaba.com has morphed into much more. The 2020 version has become a global digital marketplace that matches buyers and sellers. It is, among other things, an end-to-end platform for U.S. small and medium-sized businesses looking to go global. It offers everything from trade assurance and payments to logistics, and during the COVID pandemic, its transformation has only sped up. Alibaba.com set up a virtual pavilion for protective gear offered by trusted manufacturers, and it took its lifeblood trade fairs online. Spearheading the transformation has been John Kaplan. He's president of Alibaba.com for North America and Europe. He joined us recently on Alicast. John, thanks for joining us on Alicast. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.、Uh, I got to ask you this: you've become a very public voice and face and evangelizer. For Alibaba dot com, in entrepreneurial circles, people know who you are. For those who don't, can you talk about who John Kaplan is and and what got you here? Well, I think the the most important part of my experience at Alibaba dot com is helping to transform our business from being a yellow page platform, a directory of the high quality factories in China. Into being a global platform that enables buyers and sellers around the world to connect with one another, create contracts with one another, and do trade. Right? We've gone from being a yellow page business to an end-to-end B2B platform. The p- reason why that's so important at Alibaba Group is our mission is to enable the world's small businesses to do business with one another, and Alibaba.com is that operating system. For global trade, you know, I am a lifelong op- entrepreneur. If you scratch me, I think I bleed small business. Everything about helping the creativity, spirit, resilience of people who want to make a better lives for themselves is what small business is all about. And so, our team is building this transformation culture of taking. This incredible asset, Alibaba.com, and evolving it from a yellow page directory to an end-to-end platform with services for buyers and sellers, from supply primarily in China to now global supply. The U.S. and Europe are the fastest-growing supply markets on Alibaba.com, and building a culture of get-it-done, customer-first business builders that operate in the West. In Europe, in South America, and in Asia, across time zones, 
across cultures, frankly, across backgrounds to create a new global B2B trade experience that makes it easy for small businesses globally to do that. And it feels like everything I've been doing in my life has has prepared me for this incredible journey as a member of the Alibaba team. And you talked about tools and services. What are those tools and services and, and how are SMEs in the United States, for example, tapping? Those? Yeah, so the the um, the services we've offered are really important, right? We, you know, the first and most basic is payment, right? Now a buyer and seller can find each other, chat with one another, and payment can happen in the platform in a secure way with a product we've created called Trade Assurance, which is essentially cross-border escrow so that a buyer can feel confident and certain of the delivery of the goods she's going to get before her money is released to the seller. We've released payment terms. So a small business in the West is able to have benefit of their capital in their own bank account as opposed to prepaying for their, for their supply. We've launched freight and air shipment services to enable an integrated service so that as you procure the goods you need, you also can buy the logistics at the best rate you need. The essence of the Alibaba.com platform is a end-to-end, simple-to-use, trusted environment for buyers and sellers to connect with one another and trade. And what's so incredible about that, and certainly what COVID has supercharged our business in some ways, is that you don't have to leave your desk to now do business any place around the globe. And that is a two-decade shift and acceleration in the transformation of the global B2B economy. And our team is working tirelessly to help small businesses capture the opportunities globally that the digital economy uh, represents for them. Could you talk about how Alibaba.com weathered the pandemic and what efforts or measures you put in place during the outbreak? Yeah, it's been an, a crazy, sad, and strange year, I think, for the, the planet. And so like every business, our priority has been the f- health and safety of our team and our employees. And we moved to remote workforce, and we're still remote today. I spent 130 days in Asia last year, and you know I haven't left my living room this year. You know I am eager to return to our office and get out and see our customers as soon as it's safe to do so. But right now, we are focused on the guidelines put in place by local government and health officials. So at the height of the pandemic, we realized we could help frontline medical professionals source needed PPE. So at Alibaba.com, we launched a, a, a what we call a pavilion. Think of it as a curated assortment of the best PPE and diagnostic equipment available from trusted manufacturers and, got, and sort of made it simple for buyers globally to get their hands on the high quality goods. That's number one. Next, what we did is we spent a tremendous amount of energy getting close to our small business customers. And you know, here in the United States, US SMBs are rapidly going digital and they increasingly recognize the importance of going global, selling globally and sourcing globally. We've seen a 70% increase in buyers from the United States joining Alibaba.com in the last year. And we've seen transactions involving US businesses to, to be up over 120% year on year. I think that's really, be, and the, same, the data is largely the same in Europe as well. I think the reason for that is 
what I referred to, right? We've tried to make it simple to do business from your laptop, so but still get the benefit of global trade. And in response to the pandemic, we are committed to providing small businesses with the insights, inspiration, trust, and environment they need to navigate the challenges. So we some of those are content. You know, we've launched a daily, often frankly, multiple times a day content series we call B2B Today, which is content that spans the gamut, whether it's how to apply for a PPP loan, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, content's about featuring the pivot stories of US SMBs who have, you know, were in one business last December and now are in an entirely different business today because of the pandemic. You know, everything we're doing is trying to help global small businesses and here in the US, US small businesses not only highlight their contribution to the US economy, which is substantial, but help them capture the $23.9 trillion B2B e-commerce opportunity. You know, we in June launched our Alibaba.com freight solution to enable American SMBs to secure ocean and air shipping. We launched Alibaba.com payment terms to provide cash flow control. And something that has been a, a really material impact to our business is the Alibaba.com online trade show initiative. And what we're doing with our online trade shows, although we have trade shows in the US, we have some global trade shows, is to connect US manufacturers and global manufacturers and wholesalers with business buyers from around the globe. And, and the reason why that's so important is we've all experienced the intimacy and connection of the what I'll call the Zoom economy, right? Us be, all being on video together and talking. And so the, the old world, the analog trade show, you had to fly someplace and stay in a hotel and walk the floor and hope to meet someone. In the Alibaba.com trade show world, you turn on your video and you, you're introduced to specific manufacturers who have innovations relevant to your needs. They're in their place of business so you can see their how they work and who they are. You aren't interrupted by the noise of the show or the distractions of the event. And you save the cost and time of travel. And those trade online trade shows have been, a, I think, an innovation that is here to stay. Sort of a silver lining of the pandemic is that the, the trade show world has gone digital and Alibaba.com is leading the way. So there's a lot to unpack from what you just said, and I'd like to get back to the virtual trade fairs in a second, but you said something interesting. So it's not just a case in your mind of building it and they will come. What is it about content that makes the the platform more accessible? And are you really, in when you put content out there, when you inform people, are you trying to build a community. Yeah, so I, I think it's a, this is an a I'm glad you asked this question and, and we can dig deeper on the, the relevance and importance of content. I think our obligation, our responsibility to our community is to be an ally to small businesses, you know, to provide not just a tool and a, and a technical platform and an environment that that is trusted, which it is, and not just to provide the certainty of delivery of the goods or the flow of funds, which it does but actually to make it possible for business owners of every type in every country of every background to learn to share to develop insight into an inspiration and it can come from multiple places you know we we have daily webinars with experts 
from the logistics industry, the payments industry, the customs industry, we have HR professionals. What we really think is that small businesses are often, despite being 50% of the economy here in, in the United States, small businesses often have are, are treated as if they'll figure it out on their own. And you know, our view is to put our, the full muscle of our organization behind helping them learn and, and find uh, nuggets of insight that can make their journey simpler and easier and more effective. And so that, you know, we're, our team is committed to doing that. And, and I think whether it's the 20 million people on, uh, who follow us on Facebook or the, the millions in, in our database, you know, what we try to do is publish lots of insights so that the community can learn and, and grow together. Just one last thing on content. Could you talk a little bit about the Transformer uh, yeah. Talks? Because I'm a, fa- I'm a fan, and that's an interesting concept. I'd like to get a sense from you. Where did the idea come from, and what do you have to do with <laughs> so it? So we have this incredible team. And so Erica and Kate and the content folks in, in our New York office, we're developing daily insights for our audiences. And I, frankly, went to the team and asked, could I host a, a weekly series where, where I interview a business leader, an entrepreneur, a luminary, and just hear them talk about how they were personally dealing with the transformation to their lives and their businesses as a result of the pandemic? And we've had Tom Colicchio, the celebrity chef and founder of Crafted Hospitality, and I, we had a deep and an interesting conversation about social justice with him. We had the remarkable and powerful female leader, Soraya Darby, who's the founder of Trail Mix Ventures, talk about sexism in, in venture capital. And Stephanie LeBlanc Godfrey, the global head of inclusion for women of color at Google, discussing the Black Lives Matter movement and what it meant and the transformation in corporate America as a result of it. In addition to folks like Ben Kaufman, the founder of Camp, talking about retail and the transformation of retail. And what, what I've wanted to do, certainly my personal experience has been, entrepreneurs around the globe are more similar than we are different. We all want to feed our families and send our kids to college and build our communities. And pulling together the insights of these transformers and hear them talk in an unfiltered, unscripted, down-to-earth in real way about what it's like, the transformation they're going through, I think has tried to add to the conversation that folks are having around the world about, you know, this is a moment of great change. And it's, it's will, I think, usher in the age of small business, but we got to get through some tough times before we do that. And we're trying to do everything we can to help uh, folks navigate to get there. I mean, all that said, can we walk backwards a little bit to the virtual trade fairs? Everything you've said makes sense to me about the education, the content, building the community. You know, when you can't travel 130 days a year or spend 130 days a year in Asia, you know, here's where we are right now. And here are are the things that we do to help overcome that. And then you mentioned you also found silver linings and some of these things will last. My grandfather was a butcher and he sold meat. And you, you need face-to-face transactions for something yep. like that. Yep. Business, especially when you have, even with the best platforms and the best trade assurance, sometimes it's faster and easier to seal a deal with looking in the guy's eyes or you know, shaking the lady's hand and basically consummating a deal. So I, I'm wondering how far out does the virtual trade fair work? I want to make something sort of super clear. There is, I hope we're not in a world 
where we don't ever meet one another face-to-face again. There is a connection that is, I think, critical about face-to-face engagement. The truth is, though, it's the luxury of the affluent. Most small businesses can't get on the plane and fly around the world to meet suppliers or attend every trade show that they would like. And the democratization of access that the digital platforms enable make the online trade shows a really powerful tool for all small businesses and global businesses to connect with one another. I don't think it replaces the face-to-face engagement. I think it, it makes it more possible for more businesses to thrive. You know, According to our research at Alibaba, trade shows have historically been the most important way for sellers to, to meet and acquire new customers and for business buyers to use it to explore new products and find new suppliers. Right? Like the, that is, as you say, never going to change. The launch of our global online trade show initiative, we've had, and we will have 20 digital trade shows in 120 days to bring the world's SMBs together in virtual show floors, right? So you have somebody from South America, someone from the US, someone from Europe, and someone from Asia all connecting in a way that they previously would not be able to do. And in our online events, you can expect much of what is the same just from the benefit of your couch, right? You see insightful keynotes, passionate exhibitors trying to convince you of their capability, the ability for one-on-one time to begin to connect a buyer and seller in a more intimate way, and then networking events for people to connect with the community of of folks who trade in their industry, which I think is a a really important part of the trade show experience is just the cocktail party and that feeling of connection that happened. We had in early July a a supplements and nutrition trade show that had 50 different U.S. exhibitors and thousands of registered attendees and more than 50,000 viewers each day to the event that was a couple hours long. We then hosted a trade show in late mid-August, I guess August 18th, for food and beverage, where we partnered with Square and, and a few other folks to feature brands like RX Bar and Mama O's. And we had thousands of registered attendees and business buyers from companies like Target, Cisco, 7-Eleven, Impossible Foods, Kroger, Kellogg's, and more, plus thousands of folks from companies you haven't heard of. And if you're a SMB entrepreneur fighting the good fight to build your business, this was a way for you to reach an audience you otherwise couldn't do that. And the f- feedback's been terrific. You know, I, I was chatting with a healthy cookie brand, JJ, and he, he said that, and I'm paraphrasing, 90% of the battle he faces is finding the right person to talk to when you go to a trade show, right? There's a couple thousand people, but you, you don't know, are you, are you talking to the person who has influence or you're just talking to someone who has, you know, is, is friendly but can't help you grow your company? And our event helped him because we had what we describe as sort of matchmaking service, get to the right people quickly. There's a brand called Angry Supplements, but lovely people, they're not angry. And Diego, the CEO, said, hey, look, this just saved me so much time of being of of going making connections rather than walking and traveling that it turned into more quality leads more quality interactions for him and that's what i think is really important which is democratizing the access so more small businesses can benefit so it and and making it possible for more of the world to make valuable connections that's that's why i think the online trade show is here to say, stay and we at alibaba.com plan to uh, sort of put our foot on on the gas on this because we think it's really important for our customer. There were a couple of things that you said that intrigued me. 
One of them was the notion of a healthy cookie. I, I need to, <laughs> uh, tell, my wife, to tell my wife about that. But a, apart from that, you talked about the feedback being very good. Now, these were born out of necessity. We had a, a crisis situation, lockdowns, etc. And conceptually, I get exactly what you're saying. But I'm also thinking about the 20 events in 120 days, which is highly ambitious. So I, I really want to know, you don't have an army of 5,000 people carrying these things out for you. How do you go from concept to execution? You're right. We do not have a, a large team but we have the best team. You know, we have an incredible, you know, the, the folks who work at, at, at Alibaba and Alibaba.com in the US and Europe and in, in, at headquarters in Hangzhou are some of the hardest working, most creative, kindest, most decent people I've ever had a chance to collaborate with. And I think they feel the responsibility of and the obligation to do the right thing for our customers. And so when our customers couldn't do business the way they used to, we feel like and we believe it's our responsibility to do everything we can. I think there's a few things we've learned, which is the one is the more effective the matching is between attendees with either sellers with buyers or buyers with sellers, the better the experience, right? So the more upfront screening we're doing a profile building of buyers who are coming, it actually makes it easier for a seller. I don't think a seller needs to meet a hundred qualified buyers to, to think an event is a success. I think they'd be thrilled after three day online trade show, spending a couple hours, if they came away with a couple of quality leads that were, you know, actionable for them. And so we I think volume is less important than quality. Another area I think is that the ability to go live into someone's physical space is, you know, the trade show booth is the essence of artifice, right? Like you hire someone to design something to sort of attract people. When you're live into someone's desk in their office or living room or factory floor, there's no pretending. You can see with your eyes, is it clean? What, what's the poster on the wall? All of that. And I think the authenticity of the connection in B2B trade is a real, is a big innovation. We've seen it in, in some of the Alibaba group sister companies with live streamers selling to consumers how powerful that can be. And I think we're starting to see this, the, the early seeds of that kind of connection happen where, where you, trust is built in an li online live environment in a way that 2D maybe just can't do. John, to wrap this up, I, I know you mentioned sellers just now and giving them quality leads. I know you guys have instituted a seller's program. Could you talk about what it is? The transformation of Alibaba.com began a couple of years ago when we went from a yellow page directory to an end-to-end -end transaction platform with services for buyers and sellers. That was transformation number one. Transformation number two was we went from customized goods, the customization of supply, that's well underway. And the third big transformation was the our focus on launching global supply. Europe, the US, Vietnam, Taiwan, you know, really just globalizing the supply on the platform. So in July of 2019, we announced that we had opened the platform in an enhanced way for US sellers to and US SMBs to join the multi-trillion dollar B2B e-commerce opportunity to sell to the world. 
and as I, I mentioned at the top of this conversation, you know, the U.S. has been the fastest growing market with new supply added to the platform with manufacturers, wholesalers, distributors, growers, B2B brands using Alibaba to digitize their businesses, you know, with an online storefront, marketing and CRM tools, access to, you know, the millions of daily business buyers from around the world on our platform and the ecosystem of services, which I've, we've been chatting about. What we've seen in, in the early days of this program is companies like LTA International in Florida, which is an entrepreneurial Florida-based export management company that sells consumer packaged goods to businesses. And they've done well north of a million dollars in sales in their first year. And they've increased their sales by 350% for some key products with a 20% conversion rate for new customers in the first year. And what's unique about Alibaba.com is they keep their margin when they sell on our platform, right? They're not, we don't take a commission on every one of their orders. LTA paid us a membership fee of a couple of thousand dollars to join the platform and every dollar they sell, they keep. And that's unlike some of the, I, I would say, retailers who, who claim their marketplaces that we compete with. Or there's Karmic Seed, which is a business that creates sustainable products made from agricultural waste. And in a less than a year, over 60% of their total company sales come from the Alibaba.com platform globally or totally pl- products. Another Florida-based company uh, supplements business that has weathered the pandemic, I think, miraculously. And what the founder will tell you is that he's expanding his business where 35% of his sales coming from international buyers. Pre-joining Alibaba.com, 100% of their or 99% of their business was here was domestic in the U.S., and I think that's a really important part of the value prop of getting digital with Alibaba.com or going global with Alibaba.com is that you can reach the world as, and you don't need to be a thousand person company with, head, with offices around the globe. You can be a 10 person business based in Detroit or, or based in Florida or based in Texas and sell to the globe on Alibaba.com. And that is a, um, a really important way for biz- small businesses to participate in the global economy and and pivot to digital as they as they sort of navigate coming out of the pandemic. John, I could talk with you for hours. You're very passionate and enthusiastic, and I can feel it. But we have to wrap this up. John Kaplan, President, North America, Europe for Alibaba.com. Thank you very much for joining us on Alicast. Thanks for having me.